What's going on, man? Welcome back to the basement. I'm Ron, and today we have what is becoming one of my favorite videos to make. We are going to talk through my seven sneaky starts and stats for week eight of the fantasy football season. What we have here is I find players that are ranked outside the top 24 in expert consensus and bring to you my favorite plays of the week. Last week, we did pretty well. We called out Jackson Smith and the Jigba's breakout game. We also had Brandon Powell. Brandon Powell was somebody I gave out, and he had over 10 PPR points. That's pretty good for like wide receiver 54 expert consensus. So we are back here today. As always, if you enjoy, make sure down below, subscribe, leave a like. Let's go. Now, first up here, we have Marquise Brown. Now, again, pretty much the way that this video works is I go through, I look at expert consensus, I compare it to my rankings, which, by the way, my weekly rankings come out every single week on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Ron Stewart. You can find the link in the description, the comment section down below. You have my weekly rankings, rest of season rankings, waiver wire article every week, my dynasty content, all of that good stuff is on there. But if not, enjoy the video here. So we have Marquise Brown. He is consensus RB35. He is my wide receiver 29. And on top of the format, or on top of that, the format for this video, I just have these little player breakdown pictures that we're going to look at. Where we have the expert consensus rankings, which is ECR. Uh, it's just the consensus on fantasy pros. My ranking on my rankings on Patreon. Uh, the team total, which is just how many points is Vegas implying that this team scores this week. The spread. So how much are they favored? Uh, in Vegas, and then the stat for each player. So we have Marquise Brown here. He is consensus. Uh, damn. We have a mistake on the first one. He is wide receiver 35, not RB 35. That's my bad. But wide receiver 35 by consensus. He's wide receiver 29 in my rankings. I'm six spots higher. He is going to be at home versus the Ravens. A little bit of a revenge game. I didn't even really factor that in. But this is a little bit of a revenge game for Marquise Brown. 17.5 team total plus nine and a half underdogs at home versus the Ravens. And the stat here is Marquise Brown thrives against man coverage this year. Posting the eighth best fantasy points per route run, the 13th best yards per route run, and the fourth best receiving grade against man coverage. He also has a target per route run of 36.7% against man. He is getting open. He's commanding targets. He's being efficient versus man coverage. Now, the Ravens are a tough matchup, allowing just the 26 most fantasy points to wide receivers but they run man coverage at the 8th highest rate in the NFL. Brown thrives versus man defense and should have plenty of volume to work with as a 9.5-point underdog at home with the Cardinals averaging the ninth most plays per game with 67.5 over their last four games. So they're playing fast. They're going to be playing from behind in this game. I'm just going to be straight up. There is a ladybug. I don't know what time of year it is. There is ladybugs. There is ladybugs in here. There's ladybug climbing on the camera, but it's all good. We're here. So if you see a ladybug, it happens to the best of us. But Marquise Brown is in a great spot where, yes, the Ravens' defense is good, but the Cardinals are going to be at home playing from behind in a trailing game script. They're going to have to throw the ball a ton. And again, Marquise Brown is going to get open versus man coverage and have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder versus his old team. Now, our second sneaky start of the week is somebody that's available in over 90% of ESPN leagues. We have Trey McBride. Now, same setup here. At home versus the Ravens. He is consensus tight end 19. He is my tight end 15. And he is a smash play for all of the same reasons we just laid out for Hollywood Brown. Among five Cardinals pass catchers, though, with 20 or more targets, Trey McBride ranks 
behind just Marquise Brown in receiving grade, yards per run, and yards per reception versus man coverage. With Zach Ertz gone, McBride will run enough routes to be fantasy relevant after looking good in a part-time role, ranking ninth in receiving grade, third in yards per run, and fifth in yards after contact or yards after catch per reception among tight ends. Trey McBride is available in over 90% of ESPN League. So he's in a spot here where they're going to be playing from behind versus the Ravens, and you have Zach Ertz down behind him. There's nothing else. Trey McBride is going to be there. He's going to be running routes. On a, and on a limited sample this year, he's looked pretty good. So I like firing up Trey McBride here. You should have enough routes to be relevant in a nice game script environment for a tight end. I'm also very curious to know. I should have researched this before I did the video, but Ravens are giving up. Wow. So the Ravens are actually the toughest team against tight end. So we'll see how that fares. But again, I think that this is going to be a good environment for both McBride and Marquise Brown, even if there's not going to be touchdowns. I think there's going to be a good PPR game for either of them. Now, after that, we have our third sneaky start, Roshan Johnson. And I know it's been tough, right? Khalil Herbert goes down, supposed to be wheels up for Roshan Johnson, and then he's been on concussion protocol the last two weeks, but he has finally cleared concussion protocol. He is consensus RB37 this week. He's my RB32. I'm five spots higher than consensus. The team total is just 19 points. 22nd in the NFL is not terrible, though. In the spread, they are eight and a half point underdogs in LA versus the Chargers. Now the stat here is Roshan Johnson clears concussion pr protocol just in time for a great matchup versus the Chargers who are allowing the 13th most fantasy points to running backs. Deontay Foreman has been great but didn't even play over 50% of the snaps leaving the door wide open for Roshan to find a role as a pass catcher. He goes up against a Chargers team allowing the sixth highest target share to opposing running backs. This is a uh, table from JJ Zacharyson. He does a data dump every week on his Patreon. You can see here the Chargers are allowing the sixth highest target share to running backs right now and in a game environment that is going to be an eight and a half point underdog Chicago Bears Roshan Johnson should be the guy who benefits from the running back targets and then on top of that again there's plenty of room in this backfield to operate where if we look here this is last week Deontay Foreman played just 48 percent of the snaps last week now he went crazy he crushed now that was a game where the Bears beat the Raiders and you know they were never trailing and they were never behind in that game uh I think that we're going to see Roshan Johnson come in here, maybe even out-snap Deontay Foreman. I think it's going to be almost an even 50-50, and we're going to see Roshan Johnson get a lot of pass-catching opportunities in this offense. You also have Tyson Badgett, who's going to be the starting quarterback, not Justin Fields, more of a pocket passer than a guy like Justin Fields. That means even more targets to a guy like Roshan Johnson. So I know that he's been kind of out of sight, out of mind here, Roshan, but if you have him and you're in a pickle, I know it's not Bimageddon, so this video isn't quite... I'm not going to say quite as useful. I think it's still a useful video, but you know, you might not be in as dire of a situation as you were last week, but Roshan Johnson, if you have him, I don't mind firing him up this week. Now, our fourth sneaky start here is Deontay Johnson. Now, I know that there's a lot of uh, panic around him missing practice and him having the hamstring injury earlier this season, or uh, yeah, earlier this season, but then potentially a setback here. So I wanted to kind of come out here uh, and give you guys a vote of confidence with Deontay Johnson, where he is in a great spot this week. He's consensus wide receiver 36. He's my wide receiver 31. I'm five spots higher than consensus. Team total at 19, 22nd in the NFL. As two and a half point underdogs at home versus the Jaguars. Now the Jaguars, the stat here is the Jaguars are a pass funnel with their opponents passing the ball 4.3% over expectation, the second highest rate in the NFL, and allow the most fantasy points per game to wide receivers 
on the perimeter. This is a stat from the edge on the 33rd team where you can see they sort uh, or they sort of compile fantasy points per game allowed to fantasy uh, to wide receivers on the outside, fantasy points per game to wide receivers in the slot. Jaguars are getting cooked on the perimeter here. And Deontay Johnson has run 88.4% of his career routes out wide and plays in a game with some low-key shootout potential as the Steelers have been six in pace of play and Jaguars opponents have allowed the third fastest pace of play over the last four weeks. For those worried about Deontay Johnson missing practice, we have a stat from Edwin Porras here. Under Mike Tomlin, a second-day practice absence out of nowhere resulted in the skill player being out just two out of eight times. And he says, as of today, barring a setback, I think Deontay Johnson goes. Now, we're actually going to check live on, I guess you can call it live on the air here. I wonder if the Steelers have practiced today, but it seemed like Deontay Johnson uh, was going to be uh, participating in practice today, looking good, yet does not look limited at all. Yesterday's did not practice, likely a rest day, yeah. So it seems like he's going to be just fine. Uh, no setbacks for Deontay Johnson. I know that there was some people that were spooked about that, but he is in a really nice spot here where I like potential shootout, potential having to pass the ball a bunch. The Saints had to pass the ball 50 times versus the Jaguars last week. They are one of the best run defenses in the NFL. So I could very much see the Steelers abandoning the run game and letting Kenny Pickett air it out. The offense kind of looked good fresh out of the bye. I know Matt Canada has been getting a lot of hate and a lot of negativity, honestly, for good reason, but he looked good out of the bye. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt here with Deontay Johnson as a nice start this week. Now, our fifth, I'm all over the place, fellas, our fifth sneaky start of the week, Tank Dell. If he has been collecting dust on your bench, right, we had the concussion, we had the bye week. I like firing him up this week, all right? He's going to be consensus wide receiver 40. I'm five spots higher than consensus. The team total 23.5. So they're actually projected to score the 10th most points this week, this Texans offense, which I think speaks to how good this unit has been this year as three and a half point favorites on the road versus the Panthers. And Tank Dell finds himself in a soft matchup versus the 11th worst EPA per play pass defense, which EPA per play just on a per play basis. How much are you adding over or under expectation based on, you know, you're down in distance, where the drive is at. Did you kick a field goal? Did you convert in the red zone? Just on a per play basis, it's just overall efficiency. Uh, so the 11th worst EPA per, pla per play pass defense, allowing the fourth highest explosive play rate. Tank Dell is 16th in explosive reception percentage or explosive reception rate. And the offense is projected for the 10th most points in football this weekend. The Panthers also run zone at the third highest rate. Tank Dell is 14th in yards per out run and 16th in PFF grade versus zone coverage. This is a nice little spot for Tank Dell to take advantage of. The only thing to really be uh, scared of is that maybe the Panthers kind of get steamrolled here and the Texans don't have to pass the ball. But we'll see. It might be more competitive than we think. They're going to be on the road in Carolina. Maybe Carolina kind of comes out here out of the bye week and finds something here. I'm not quite sure, but again, Tank Dell, I think, is in a nice spot here. He's been kind of out of sight, out of mind, but before kind of his concussion stint, he was on fire. Now, of course, I think Nico Collins, also a great start this week. After that, we have our sixth sneaky start, Royce Freeman. Now, Darrell Henderson got the shine last week. He was actually on the show, Darrell Henderson, not as a guest, but we called him out as a sneaky start, and that actually looked great. That's something I probably should uh, reference in the intro. We have Royce Freeman, the more boring piece of this backfield. He is going to be consensus RB46. He's my RB40, so I'm six spots higher than consensus. The Rams have 19.5 team totals. They're not really projected to score a ton of points, and they're six-and-a-half-point underdogs in Dallas, which feels like a lot. 
But the stat here is that the Cowboys have a great defense, right? They have the second best EPA per play defense, but it's only weak point. Wow, we spelt defense wrong. I really got, look, fellas, we put this show together on Fridays. Not everything's going to be perfect, all right? That's on me. Hand up, that's on me. But second best EPA per play defense, but it's only weak point would be in the run game. They allow, this is a stat from Sam Hoppin. He does like these, on his Twitter, he does a thread every week where he breaks down the matchups by like the advanced numbers. Sam Hoppin, really, really good follow out there. Now, they allow the fourth highest rushing success rate and their opponents funnel to the run with the second lowest neutral pass rate at 47%. So you can see 45.4% success rate uh, in terms of rushing. So that's one of the highest rates in the league. And then they also have a 47% neutral pass rate allowed to their opponents, which is 31st. So their, their opponents are seeing that rushing is kind of their weakness. They're exploiting it and they're running the ball a lot more than the situation would dictate. Now, the Rams, you could see 11th in neutral pass rate. So they're passing the ball a bunch, but it wouldn't be shocking for them to find some success versus this Cowboys run game. Now, this is where it gets interesting. All right. Second lowest neutral pass rate at 47%. Specifically, they allow the highest success rate to zone runs, right? Zone run schemes where you can see here, they allow a 62.7% success rate versus zone run concepts, highest in the NFL by a mile. Nobody else is even at 60% plus. Now, of course, it's on just 67 attempts, but it's still worth noting, especially because this is Royce Freeman's specialty. The Rams aren't necessarily a zone running offense, where you can see Darrell Henderson had 13 runs in man gap concepts, just five in zone last week, whereas Royce Freeman had seven zone runs, five man slash gap concepts here. So Royce Freeman, over 50% of his runs are zone schemes, which is, again, the Cowboys' weakness, right? He had over five yards per carry, honestly, in both concepts. But if the Rams are going to be running a zone scheme, it's going to be via Royce Freeman. And that is the Cowboys' weakness. So it wouldn't shock me if Royce Freeman found himself, like if Royce Freeman out-carried, I don't know if he'll out-touch, but if he out-carried Darrell Henderson and found himself in the end zone, it wouldn't shock me at all. Now, again, we're talking about the RB40 in my rankings, okay? So this doesn't mean if you have Royce Freeman, plug him into your lineup. I, I love you guys to death, fellas. I love you guys to death, but I had somebody... Don't hit me with, should I play Royce Freeman or Derrick Henry this week? Derrick Henry. But if it's like, should I play Royce Freeman or Kenneth Gainwell? Play Royce Freeman, all right? If you're if you're down bad, these are what these are for once we get to this part of the video, all right? Now, after that, our last sneaky start here is going to be Gardner Minshew. If anybody out there has QB problem, then you have Brock Purdy. He went down, by the way. I think Sam Darnold is great. But we have Gardner Minshew here. Where Gardner Minshew is the consensus QB 17. I'm four spots higher than that. The team total is 14th in the NFL. So they're actually supposed to score a, quite a bit of points here at 21.25. And they are one point underdogs at home versus the Saints. Now the stat here is Gardner Minshew is my streamer of the week in what looks like a tough matchup versus New Orleans on paper. There is some track me potential here as the Saints have run the third most plays per game and the Colts have ran the six most plays per game this year. The Colts have been run heavy, but the Saints are a pass funnel as their opponents are passing the ball in neutral situations at the fifth highest rate in the NFL. This should be an up-tempo game that could be a shootout. The Colts are projected for the 14th most points this week, which tells me scoring shouldn't be a huge issue for the Colts. So I love this game, right? The Colts all year have been up-tempo, but they've been run heavy. But I think the Saints are similar to who do we just talk about, the Jaguars from earlier, where it's going to be tough to run on them. So you're going to have to kind of get you know, sort of concede to the pass funnel and pass the ball. I think that's what we're going to be looking at here. You can see up-tempo. 
the Saints get out to a lead early, you could see the Colts really have to come into comeback mode, scoring a ton of points. They scored, what, like 30 versus the Browns last week. So I'd be very excited for what Gardner Minshew can do out here. I think, again, I have my QB 13. So I feel like the, the very obvious top 12 of like, I don't know, Trevor Lawrence, Burrow through Jalen Hurts. I like Gardner Minshew as a nice little streamer there. Now, before we end the video, something I wanted to do a little bit on impromptu here is take our sneaky starts and make an underdog slip out of it because, I don't know, I was supposed to do it before I quick clicked uh, go live, but uh, I forgot to do so. So let me sign into underdog real quick and get this going here. Where I, I wish that we did it last week because I think we, we would have actually been uh, looking pretty nice here. Um, I don't know why it's taking me forever to sign in. Am I going to have to pause? Okay, hold on. All right. Here we go. We're in here. You can see we're on underdog pick them, or you can go higher or lower on these, string them together, and go crazy on it. Now, of course, I mean, pause, but you have promo code RON. They'll match your deposit up to $500. You can find the link that'll take you right to underdog fantasy. It'll use my promo code RON in the description in the comment section down below. Make sure you check it out. But let's see real quick. So first up, we had Marquise Brown as a sneaky start. Let's go higher on the 49 and a half receiving yards. Why not? What else we got? We got, is there a McBride line out? Let's go higher on the 31 and a half. Oh. Oh, multiple teams. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't you worry. Uh, we got Roshan lines, 29 and a half. Oh, give me, oh, give me the higher on 9.5 receiving yards there. Uh, after Roshan Johnson, we had Deontay Johnson. 51 and a half is a high line, but we'll go 51 and a half. Why not? Deontay. What else do we got? And then Dank Dell. Dank Dell, three and a half receptions, 45 and a half receiving yards. Let's go, I, I would be tempted to go receptions, but because it's a game where I don't think they're really going to be trailing, let's go receiving yards there. What else stands out? Is there a Royce? There's no way. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no way there's a Royce Freeman line. And then is there a Minshew? Oh, damn, we can only go up to five. But Gardner Minshew, nine and a half rushing yards, huh? I will say it. All right, we're kind of cooking this up on air. But I want to see what the scramble percentage is allowed to New Orleans. Because remember, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence ran quite a bit against New Orleans last week. Let me see real quick. Because uh, Sumer Sports, shout out Sumer Sports, but they show uh, rushing, like, scramble percentage allowed to quarterbacks. And the Saints allow the third highest scramble percentage. Okay, so let's, let me, okay, so hold on here. Hold on here. Let's, let's, uh, Trey McBride, 31 and a half is tough. I wish I could, if I could bet on, like, fantasy points for Trey McBride, I would, but because he's a touchdown, let's get him out of here. What do I have to accept this for? I changed? All right, fine. But give me nine and a half rushing yards for Gardner Minshew. I'm trying to see if there's something else that sticks out. Oh, dude, give me, can I get, oh, let me, all right. So let's actually take out, do we want to take out Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson, or Tank Dell? Let me take out, oh, dude, Tank Dell. Oh, uh, 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 what the hell is going on here? What the hell? All right, hold on. All right, so Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson, Tank Dell. Let's who do I who do I have ranked higher? Let's actually check that out first. I have Marquise Brown wide receiver twenty nine. I have Deontay wide receiver thirty one. I have Tank Dell wide receiver thirty five. So let's just take out Tank Dell. Take out Tank Dell, even though I do love Tank Dell. Uh, all right, so boom, and then can we go higher on the? Oh, it can only be one or the other, huh? Yeah, give me ten and a half rushing yards, and then we'll go we'll go back to Tank Dell here. Um, and we'll just go receptions. All right, perfect. So that's what we're rocking with. If anybody wants to tail this, 
I don't have pickums in Jersey, which sucks. Um, but I'll definitely be riding these with like some sort of parlay. Uh, definitely check these out though. Five card pays up to twenty x. I don't know what like a, a equivalent parlay of this would look like, but it would not be uh, the same like pretty heavy payout there. Um, but again, promo code Ron will get you on there. Make sure you can feel free to like mix and match. You can go lower on these if you're like Ron, you're an idiot. But promo code Ron gets you a deposit match up to five hundred dollars underdog fantasy. As always. If you enjoy, make sure down below, subscribe, leave a like, and I will see you guys in the next one.